What are friends for? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the WAF podcast. I'm Gabrielle Ruiz. And I'm Gabrielle's best friend, Pallavi Sastri. I am very excited about what we're talking about today. We love these solo episodes because we can kind of lean into some uncomfortable shit. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, so the, today's topic, let's, I want to kind of just get into it. It is, we have a question for you all. Are you jealous or envious of your friends? And do you know the difference? You are welcome to still call in and answer that question because we're having a big finale, mostly involving your uh, participation, our listeners. So we're really, really excited that we have a voicemail for you. 805-973-SLAY. That is 805-973-7529. There are also like so many other ways to connect with us. You can DM us. You can answer our Q&A polls that Pallavi and I also have on our personal Instagrams. We have a TikTok. I don't really know how that works, but you can also probably (laughs) comment there. You know, we really want to hear what you all have to say when it comes to being jealous or and envious of your friendships. How does that work in your life? For sure. You know, I think we've all had these feelings before. We'd be lying if we said we didn't. And it's also really good to reflect on these feelings so they don't snowball into negative effects Mm -hmm. like you know they don't you don't lash out in any way because of these or that we don't if we don't address them they turn into something more negative in the future right yeah or you or you also just recognize that having coveting as the bible sometimes uses coveting is yearning is wanting something you can't have and sometimes just even like recognizing it, if you're not talking to your f- direct friend that it involves, but like at least talking to about with someone else helps you get over it in a way that it can be healthy because sometimes aspiring to want to be like someone that is so close in your personal life, a friend, it can be a slippery slope. For sure. So I think, you know, in order for us to be really... um kind of organized about our debate about this and and I say debate in the, in the best way possible. I, I I say debate because I think it's a healthy discussion. But I agree. Um yeah, so we looked up the definition of both words. So Merriam-Webster dictionary defines envy as painful or resentful awareness of an advantage enjoyed by another joined with a desire to possess the same advantage. Painful. Goodness. Mm-hmm. Resentful awareness. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like positive awareness. It's not Mm -hmm. aspiring awareness. It's painful or resentful awareness. (laughs) (laughs) And then jealous, the definition of jealous is hostile toward a rival or one believed to enjoy an advantage. AKA, (laughs) but also Miriam also makes an AKA synonym of jealousy, the word Envy, which mm-hmm. I thought was rather interesting that mm-hmm. Miss Miriam... But not Miriam, the other way around. Right, but not the other way around. I mean, and anyone can call in and also let us know, like, what is the sitcom or what is the TV show that you remember that scene I did of jealousy towards friends or envy, and you're just like, oh, she's just jealous of her, or, or she's just envious. Or do you just use those terms interchangeably? 
Hey, hey. Uh, this is Carly, a.k.a. Rachel Bluebees on Instagram. Um, I'm phoning in to chat about um, jealousy versus envy. You know, when I think of jealousy in friendships, I think about maybe being jealous of, like, something lighthearted, maybe a physical attribute about a friend, like, oh, my gosh, you know, your eyes are so pretty. I wish I had green eyes. I'm so jealous. Um, You know, in my friendships, when I say I'm jealous um, of something, I think of it more in a lighthearted, endearing, complimentary way. Um, You know, I'll say I'm jealous um, without any subtext behind it. you know, kind of as a hype girl to hype somebody up, to hype your friends up. But I don't really use the word envy at all. Um, I think it has really disheartening intentions. Um, and I try not to feel, I feel like there's a difference. I think that envy is jealousy to an extreme um, where, um, you know, you, you're kind of bitter and you, you maybe want to take something away from someone like a friend or sabotage and, I mean, obviously, then you're not really their friend, but you know what I mean? And I even think envy has some, um, like, biblical connotations to it, um, which, again, it's just a word that it just seems different, um, less lighthearted um, than, than jealousy. And so I see that as a more extreme version, uh, which is a little scary. Anyway, love you, Wafam. For me, I actually do sort of agree with Merriam-Webster. I feel like jealousy is is the thing that happens when envy goes bad. Like I think envy for me, in my opinion, yeah, when in my opinion, envy is like a very normal thing to feel because, of course, like you want to feel happy for people and you you do feel happy for them, but there's a part of you that longs for that sort of happiness or success or whatever it is. And then if we don't address it, it then turns into jealousy and then it becomes a little It turns hostile. It turns hostile. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We want to thank our first voice mentions that we played at the beginning, Carly, who sent in her thoughts. Let us know what you think on that feedback, everyone, on what she said about envy and jealousy. When it comes mm-hmm. to friendships, shall we go into psychology today? Some like things that we did some research on, like good students. Let's do it. All right. So psychology today, which is um, more of an opinion, not opinion, but it's educated opinion. And uh, they say in common parlance, jealousy is often used synonymously with envy. Mm-hmm. But they are distinct emotions, whereas envy Mm. is a reaction to another person's seemingly unfair advantage or possession. Jealousy is a reaction to a perceived threat of losing someone you already possess in some sense, usually a person with whom you have a special relationship to a third party. In fact, many people generally feel some level of envy when a friend or loved one experiences success, but these feelings usually pass before long. Mm. Okay, so this is what I was saying before. So this psychology today sort of validates that envy is a natural, normal reaction or a feeling, right? right. Um, and then and then if it's not addressed, it might turn into, like we said, hostile feelings. And then, but they're also saying that like jealousy is like a reaction of sorts. Like if somebody... If you actually have like deep seated feelings, and I actually get this, like if you have like deep seated feelings about um, or resentment towards somebody already, but you're just like in a relationship with them, like you're like in a forced relationship with them, maybe a coworker or something like that, 
you might feel jealous of a coworker, but you're like forced to be with them, right? Or work with them. And mm-hmm. then jealousy can sometimes come out as like you being like mean to them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not letting them sit at the lunch table. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So what are your right. thoughts on that, Gabrielle? Do you feel a difference between the two now that we've read two definitions? Yes, that definitely helps. Psychology Today's quote that you just uh, read. What makes me feel better is that having negative and not flowery, star twinkly feelings for your friend all the time is okay. Mm-hmm. That's what's nice about it. Addressing mm-hmm. feelings that are not the most wanted or warranted. Um, sometimes they're um, irrational. Mm-hmm. I think addressing them for them to go away, that they should pass before long, just like psychology says, psychology today says, um, makes me feel like there is positivity in the definition of envy now. Mm-hmm. Instead of jealousy, where hostility, the word hostility, is you don't let things go. You don't address the feelings. They become not only toxic, but um, destructive. And that's when friendships can fall apart for a very unfortunate reason that could have had a chance to be redeemed or fixed, or you just got to check yourself and get over the feelings that you're having, even if you address it with that certain person or not, to then be able to love them for who they are and for also their fucking success like that is a you know because I think you know in in experiences before personally in my life having envy against you know having envy towards a friend in the end you're so happy for them but then there's like this tugging of like oh I wish that was me or oh why why can't that happen to me and you're and to not address that you mm-hmm. bury the feelings you know whatever you um suppressing it, in, it it definitely will persist in your emotions and it'll come through sometimes in an inorganic toxic destructive way and that to me right. is jealousy hints to friends or reality yeah we wanted to get our followers our listeners thoughts on this so i posted about jealousy versus envy on the 16th and we'll put these posts in our blog as we usually do which is on our patreon public page i actually came at it in my post of how jealousy in like i found songs about jealousy so i could like figure out how to talk about it yes i loved it yeah and all of the songs that are out there about jealousy are about being jealous of a in a romantic situation like you're jealous Uh because your boy the the boyfriend is talking to another woman or like you know you're the the guy is jealous like Jesse's girl is a gen, it's a jealousy song you mm. know like it's <laughs> it's all about the romance and i was like i feel like i've almost never had these feelings in a romantic <laughs> situation <laughs> and i've only had them in platonic situations so, That's so that true. was it was it was mind blowing to me that they're like even, you know, we've talked about this before, like the boy is mine is about a, a man. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not two women being jealous of each other for some other reason. It's mm-hmm. a, it's always having to do with the man. And the and, man is not even involved in the discussion. It's just, he's this right. idolized trophy that they need to be combative, combative and destructive over with each other instead of them going to have a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. Right. Shit. Right. 
Right. Yeah. And I, I just really <laughs> wanted to like address how I've I've been jealous in friendships or envious in friendships as we're learning is, is a more accurate description and how I've felt like I've had the same feelings or actions or reactions towards me. And so we went to uh, goodtherapy.org to find like the really typical signs of when to know a friend is jealous. Like these are like reactions that they might have. Or also yourself jealous to a friend. Exactly, exactly. And this felt like it was a lot more on the money. Um, So the list is, number one, they greet your good news with negativity. Number two... They frequently try to outdo or one-up you. Mm-hmm. Number three, they make you feel bad about yourself. Number four, they struggle with insecurity and self-esteem. And number five, they don't offer support. I think a, I think a personal story for me that's relatable to one of these that I could confess um, is probably not offering support. Um mm. And that's like directly saying not going to that person's show because both of us were up for the role. Mm. And maybe I maybe, maybe we can dive into it. You can give me your feedback. I feel like I didn't go to protect myself from being other things on this list. I didn't want to <laughs> outdo or one up because all's fair in Broadway audition land. Mm-hmm. you know, and love for mm-hmm. it. I didn't want to greet the good news with negativity, like going backstage and just being like, it was great. Cause like, damn it, she was better. It's fine. You know? And, mm-hmm. um, but I, I definitely didn't go to the show and I didn't see the show for, with that person in it for maybe four years in some way wow. or another, that person was in that show in some way or another. And, um, it was because I needed to love that person or support that person in a try and in a, as much as I could try to be genuinely happy for them mm. from an arm's length, specifically about that moment that that person maybe would never know, would never know that I was jealous, which is the more comba- uh, destructive one. But um, I guess I was trying to stay in the envious category <laughs> by not, by not going to the show. What do you think of that? Do you think that do you think that falls in one of these signs? It it, it does. I th- yes. I I think that's accurate and and it's also again a very normal roller coaster of feelings for us to feel in the line of work that we're in. I think again this is why it's so exciting and hopeful that we're in this moment of uplifting each other as women in this industry as well. You know, I think this is why it feels so like needed and we're we're so um in uh, invested in the movement at mm-hmm. this time because we're recognizing that those feelings didn't feel good and that we didn't we didn't love the fact that like the reason we were having those feelings is because we felt like there was only one seat at the table or one shot or one yeah spot you know um so you know i think i i get that i get that i think you know i've uh I've had similar things that I can confess, and it usually has to do with me saying, like, well, that girl got that because she's hot. (laughs) I've totally said that. How many times have you said that, do you think? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You can't count. Fair enough. To myself, myself, I've probably said that many times. Many times in your head. Yes, and that is me struggling with my own insecurity of, my appearance, <laughs> mm, yeah. right? And me and my body image issues. 
and, you know, my skin color issues and my hair texture issues. Like, it's all of that. It's like, oh, they clearly weren't looking for me. (laughs) Or that I wasn't enough in some way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that really comes down to, I mean, insecurities really come down to just wanting to feel enough, just wanting to feel like validation through love, especially in a career that you're so passionate and indifferent to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I also can, I can also see that this in a, you know, more normal person workplace, like yeah. a hedge fund or a, uh, real estate, uh, company, you know, normal things, even like maybe in education that there's mm-hmm. something that everyone's aiming to achieve or up or one up for themselves that yeah. then it becomes a negative competition to one up each other, that you're just doing it to validate being wanted. Yeah. It yeah, comes, I, it goes right to the core. It does. It, it's, and it's also, yes, that's it. That's exactly right. I'm, I'm thinking about a, a story that my mom just sort of like in, in um, passing might've even said, but I knew she was pretty frustrated by it because clearly it stuck with me um, is, you know, my mom worked in the public school system in Texas for a long time. And when she was deciding if she wanted to go into a full time, Um, and she was applying for like, you know, full-time TA jobs and things like that at, at the junior high and things like that. Like, you know, we were living in rural Texas. And so she was like, well, you know, Susan Johnson on paper is always going to get the, the, uh, interview over Monty Kiamba Sastry. So, (laughs) and I was like, wow, it was like, that's, that's really layered. Like that's a really layered example. Right. But, you know, it's and there's definitely legitimacy to it. Like, you know, she felt like she wasn't even going to get a, a a conversation because like, you know, they didn't like the way her name looked on paper. So it doesn't matter what her qualifications are. So it was, you know, it was her also throwing away like the hurt of that. Right. Her just being like saying that that example is like her just kind of trying to cope with the hurt of right. all of the reasons why that sucks. <laughs> Right. Just coping. Yeah. yeah. It comes to the, it comes right to the core. Let exactly. us know, give us a voice, give us a voice message on any stories that you have, any, um, experiences from one end or the other. We would love to hear it. And we, we are touching base again in our season finale of what our friends for. This is Patrick Jones. And when it comes to jealousy envy, I will say that that is something that I have struggled with because Certainly, you know, we audition, we book gigs, we don't book gigs, and it can be really tough amongst actors sometimes to see one succeeding, doing really well, while maybe I'm not doing as well. So I will say that that is something that I have struggled with, even sitting out in an audience and watching a show and being like, oh, I I could be up there. I could be doing that. But over time, it's something I've learned that I need to take joy, especially when it's friends of mine who are there doing their best and really making it and doing things that, yes, I wish I could be doing, but there is a love and respect and just adoration of what they're doing and being so grateful for that. I think that's what it comes down to, being having a sense of gratitude and thankfulness that they are accomplishing wonderful things, that they're doing what they love to do, and knowing that it's just a matter of time before I get to do what I love to do as well. 
No, really, Pallavi. I love diving deep into platonic love with you. It has really gotten me through this pandemic. Same here, Gabrielle. And, you know, we are happily working so hard to produce this slay content for all of our listeners. Uh, Yeah, that's why I'm so glad we joined Patreon. Hey, Patreon. Patreon is the opportunity for our listeners to get exclusive perks from us all while supporting our podcast dreams. What kind of perks, Pallavi? Let me tell you about them perks, okay? Our Patreon page has tiers to choose from, so you can pick the WAF perks that speak to you. For example, just for joining as a WAF friend, patrons automatically get access to the vodcast. Gabrielle, tell them what a vodcast is. It's the video version of our podcast where you can see us and our guest friends interviewed on camera. And wait for it, it's only $2 a month. Yes, it gets better. We are also offering the option to join us for a monthly WAF live show and Q&A. Oh my God, that's amazing. So they can ask us about anything. Not only can they ask us anything, there's even a few tiers where they could come on and win a chance to meet our guest friends to ask them anything. Slay, slay, slay. You know, I think what we're most proud of is that 10% of all proceeds from our Patreon page go to charity. So not only are we focusing on great content for you, we also get the opportunity to give back. So you're saying that all you got to do to get these perks is join at patreon.com slash podcast. That's W-A-F-F podcast. And that directly helps us keep making the show. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because that's what friends are for. Now back to WAF. Now we wanted to, to talk about like a little more of a pop culture. We wanted to go to a pop culture source as well before um, we really go into to more of our own stories about it. But uh, we went to Verily Mag as well, um, which is a great publication. And they have a, a whole article. And we're once again, we're going to uh, post all of these articles that we're referring to on our blog Um, This one is called Envy versus Jealousy, and uh, I'm going to read a small excerpt from it. It says, we often use the terms envy and jealousy interchangeably, Mm -hmm. but the two have a slightly different meaning. Dr. Suzanne Daggies-White, licensed counselor and author of several books on friendship specifically, differentiates the two. Quote, unlike envy, which is just coveting something someone else has, Jealousy includes the fear that you are losing something to someone when they get what you want. Jealousy then is distinguished by a scarcity mindset. We feel what someone else has may limit what we are able to get. Hmm. So this is going back to the whole, like, you know, one spot at the table thing. Like, honestly, this is the whole brown girl's brunch origin story. (laughs) Yeah, scarcity mindset. Exactly. I, I felt myself not getting close to those actresses that I would see in the waiting room, those actresses that I would like, you know, see in the show that I wanted to book um, and feeling like... You mean keeping like an emotional distance or like a... An emotional... That's exactly right. An emotional distance from them because I was so envious of this thing that I felt like was taken from me. (laughs) Yeah. And when I came to LA, we've talked about this, you know, a few times, but very, very specifically, we talked about it on Gloria Calderon Kellett's episode last season, which I highly recommend you guys listen to. Um, When I came to LA, I just didn't want that to be my story anymore. I mean, I grew up with so many other South Asian women um, in my early, early childhood and just remember being compared to each other in dance class, like in classical dance class. Mm. And, you know, my best friend and I were compared to each other uh, as far as our grades. And like in that situation, like, 
you know, I was making, I was getting better grades than her. And so her parents would chastise her about her grades and, you know, say you should be like Pallavi. And like in dance class, I was compared to my, my friend who was a beautiful dancer and I just didn't want to practice anymore because I just knew I was never going to be like her, you know? Mm. (laughs) So, um, I just didn't, I needed to let that go because that was, that's why we're put in this situation of feeling like we're not given opportunities. So I know you've shared similar stories about the Latinas who lead and all of that. Yeah. I feel, I I feel like there's been, there's been moments that, um, even Longoria and, um, America Ferreira's Latinas who lead, uh, monthly get togethers with industry women from writers Mm -hmm. to producers, to actors, of course, pre pandemic, um, that I was able to be a part of and met, was able to go through Stephanie Beatrice who invited me. And that's how I met Gloria Calderon Kellett. And you walk into this room of like (laughs) gorgeous, successful, ambitious, delicious women, uh, and, or, or not just women, but humans that are uh, wanting and already making a difference in Hollywood. And everyone is inviting and and building and like wanting to talk and listen to Gloria and listen to Eva. And like, and there was this one girl that said, hi, I'm new. This is my first time here. And I was very intimidated when I walked in because I've never been around a group of women that look like me, sound like me, and that also welcome me and my success. And after she, she confessed that she was like, so I'm happy to be here, but I'm all, she was very vulnerable and honest. She's like, but I'm also uncomfortable. So give me a, give me some time. (laughs) And I feel like she was from Mexico, um, which one of our voice messages kind of taps into this from Maria about how you don't really allow yourself to be girlfriends with people with, you don't, you don't allow the girlfriend dynamic to entertain itself in your professional world, especially if you're really successful in it. It becomes Mm. this protective mechanism. Hence Mm. me, that's where I come in as a friend skeptic, Mm. uh, where I just was like, I don't, I need to protect myself because my successes in no offense to you, Mm -hmm. but my successes have, have failed me in my friendships. Mm. And um, I walked right up to that girl and I was like, I know how you feel. And I said, this is a great space. It's safe. You can allow your heart to be here. I just want to say welcome because you are not alone in those feelings. And I, and, I, and I wish you luck on this journey of being able to trust women again and being able to not feel like jealousy and envy is going to stand in your way to making actual relationships in your career. Hey, what are friends for? My name is Maria, and I just want to say that I only have guy friends because girlfriends are too jealous, like, of each other, like, all the time. So, yeah, that's why I don't have girlfriends. Okay. See you. Bye. Love the podcast. Bye. You know, it's funny. I was uh, as you're telling that story, I'm I'm sitting here thinking to myself that it's not it's not just like the the career and the and the ambition part of it too, but there's also like competition that we're put up against each other as women um in like personal milestones as well, mm-hmm. right? You know, I'm I'm thinking back to um I actually got a text message from a friend of mine 
um, eight months after my baby shower. And I think I'm going to read a part of it um, before we wind down and go into uh, lightning off. But um, yeah. this is a text message I got from a real life friend. And we were at that point where I wasn't sure if we were going to, like, I wasn't sure. Are we close friends yet? Are we, like, friends friends yet? Right. And, and she gonna let, Are we going like, to let each other in? Are we letting yeah, each other yeah, in? Exactly. And and I <laughs> hadn't really, it was funny, like, I, I even remember thinking to myself during this time that, like, oh, I haven't really heard from her any, in a while. Like, she's kind of ghosted me a little bit. So then I got this text message um, eight months after my shower, and she said, This is seemingly going to come out of nowhere, but I have been meaning to tell you why I wasn't able to make it to your baby shower. I know, I know it was a long time ago, but I've been wanting to tell you in person and there's just never a right time. I just always feel bad that I never told you. A couple of years ago, I tried to freeze my eggs and it failed. Like I went through all the hormones, injections, and didn't make enough eggs. And I'm sorry if that's too much information, but in any case, for a long time now, going to baby showers was really hard for me. And now Mm. I've made peace with it all, and I'm back to loving life again. But for a while, it was difficult to process. Okay, that's all. I just wanted to tell you because I never did. Thanks for reading. Wow. Wow. What, What was your immediate reaction to that? I read that and I was immediately floored by her vulnerability to be able to tell me that. Mm -hmm. Somebody who, again, we weren't, I wasn't sure if we were getting to that point of being real friends. And the fact that she said, like, wrote it down and sent it to me and made it a point to, like, share that with me, my immediate response back was, thank you so much for sharing that with me. Like, I'm honored. I think I told, I even said, I'm honored that you felt okay about saying that to me. <laughs> right. It was, it was really, really touching. And I remember thinking to myself, like, that, like, that's a goal. Like, for me, I remember thinking that level of vulnerability and strength is a goal for me. Clearly, she had taken what I was saying before, that resentment, mm-hmm. and worked on it. She had addressed it to the point where... She came back and told me, and now I consider this person one of my loveliest friends. Like, it wow. really did. It was a turning point for us, for sure. Lightning walk. We mentioned the list above of the five signs of when a friend is jealous of you. And I <laughs> thought that would be a fun lightning walk for us just to check ourselves, like we said, and answer them as if we were considering if we've ever done it to a friend or to each other even. Oh, no. Gasp. Drama. <laughs> <laughs> or, or vulnerability. You decide. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'll go first. I'll ask you the five questions, okay? Gabrielle, have you ever greeted a friend's good news with negativity? Not to their face, no. Have you ever tried to outdo or one-up a friend? Yes. Have you ever made a friend feel bad about themselves? Oh, I hope not. I really hope not. Have you ever struggled with insecurity or self-esteem? Absolutely. And have you ever denied support to a friend? Yes. Okay, your turn. Here we go. Okay. One, Pallavi, have you ever greeted a friend's good news with negativity? Probably. Two, have you ever frequently tried to outdo or one-up a friend? Absolutely. (laughs) Three... (laughs) It feels good, though. It feels good to confess. Three, have you ever made a friend feel bad about themselves? 
Same. I, I really hope not. Unintentionally, maybe, but yeah. <laughs> Four, have you ever struggled with insecurity and self-esteem? Every day. Every, every day. <laughs> Fair. Same, same, same. And five, have you ever denied support to a friend? Yes. Before we go to our final iconic question, leave us a voice message, answer these questions. They will be on our free Patreon page. We'll list them for you to be able to call in. And you don't have to say just yes or no. You can get into it because we really want to hear from you, our listeners. Hi, I wanted to share my personal experience about what I've learned with jealousy and envy in a friendship. And from being jealous and envious in friendships, nothing good has come for me personally. I always find that just communicating has been the best way. And sometimes the sad reality is that friendships fade naturally and Sometimes it might be a jealousy, but it takes those feelings to understand that sometimes friendships run their course and some friendships aren't forever, but they should always teach you something. And uh, lastly, in the context of this topic, Gabrielle, what are friends for? Friends are for protection. Friends are for supporting each other in, in a coalesce of dynamics. I think to be a good friend and to know what they're meant to be is to be able to have a one-of-a-kind formula to support each other, be positive with each other, and never make them feel bad about each other, not let your insecurities get in the way, and always being positive as best as you can. And when you do screw it up, you have an allowance, an allowance that can go out sometimes. You can run out of it, but an allowance to start over and be forgiven. Pallavi, in this context of discussion. What are friends for? Friends are for practicing giving grace. It's similar to what you said, the, you know, the allowance to start over. Friends are for remembering your heart and their heart so that you can give grace and get better. Hmm. I love that. I'm so envious Mm -hmm. of you, Pallavi. (laughs) I'm so... I don't, should I say it back to you? Is that what we're doing right now? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> One, two, three, four. This episode was produced by Team Access Productions and Fastable Inc. Our supervising producer is Philip Sanction. Our consulting producers are Kathleen Cho and Rose Harwood. Lead production assistant is Anna Daniker. Digital content director is Susie Cabello. Our production assistants are Daniela Aredia Vega, Soler Olson, and Megan Billadu. Our podcast artwork is created by Ashwarya Sukesh, original music by Joey Sherman, and special thanks to Irresistible Force Publicity and Hari Zabitala. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're listening now. This helps our show's visibility and helps us keep making it for you. And find us on all the socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at WAF Podcast. That's W-A-F-F Podcast. To find links to our exclusive vodcasts, live shows, shop merch, or even text us, visit WAFPodcast.com. We truly appreciate you all checking in with us online. But you know that friend that you've been like, ah, I really haven't checked in with them in a while. Go do that. Yeah, go do that now.